Good evening, children of the night. Many people suffer. Afraid to tell their stories. Encounters remain locked away. Like skeletons tapping on your closet door. Join me, Blake Lewis, and my enchanting co-host, Alicia Jones, as we continue to delve into darkness, searching through silence. Welcome back, creatures. We have a quite terrifying program in store for your devilish ears tonight. We are staring deep within the darkness into this episode titled Shadows in the Night, where we delve into the uncanny, the eerie, and the unexplained. I'm your host for this evening, as we peel back the veil of the ordinary to reveal a chilling commonality, the phenomenon of shadow people. Mind you, all of these stories that we are going over tonight are actual evidence that people have put forward and stories from individuals that I have found on my investigation into these matters. Our first tale comes from Anna, a 32-year-old accountant from Boston. She recounts waking up one night to the sound of shuffling papers in her home office. Upon investigating, she saw a dark, humanoid figure standing over her desk, its shape almost rippling in the moonlight. It turned to look at her before evaporating into thin air. Disturbingly, Anna later found an old family album on her desk and a photo of her deceased grandmother turned face up. The second story that I came across in my search is from a man named Tom, a retired police officer from Seattle. Tom shares an eerie experience that he had while on night patrol He spotted a shadowy figure darting between the trees in the local park. Believing it to be a prowler, he gave chase, only to find that the figure faded away, like smoke dissipating before his eyes. This happened multiple times over his career, each instance leaving him with an unsettling sense of being watched. And lastly, 
I found a story from a woman named Sophie, a college student in London. She was studying late one night when she noticed a shadowy figure peering at her from the corner of her room. Initially dismissing it as tiredness, Sophie was shaken when the figure appeared again on multiple nights, always at 3 a.m., watching her in silence before disappearing back into daylight. Now, with this, I always find it so funny that whenever these occurrences first happen to people, they always initially just throw it all to the side and try to hide the fact that what they just saw made no fucking sense. And they immediately will go with something like, oh, I must be tired. Oh, I'm, I'm having a daydream or a hallucination or a... These things don't just happen all the time to people. So when they do happen, instead of trying to brush them off, we should be embracing when this type of activity manifests within our reality, trying to get us to wake up to the possibility that we are not alone. What's fascinating about these experiences is how similar they all are to each other, from different backgrounds, different parts of the world, yet these individuals share a deeply unsettling encounter that is very reminiscent of each other. They all describe the shadowy figures as watching, exploring, and even interacting with their personal spaces, yet... The entities never harm them physically. Instead, they leave a psychological imprint, a sense of unease that lingers long after the shadow has faded. This correlation suggests that these experiences can't simply be brushed off as mere figments of one's imagination. What are these shadow people? Could they be entities from a parallel universe, momentarily crossing over into our own? These manifestation of fears, echoes of the past, or glimpses into a dimension beyond our understanding, they are intriguing nonetheless. But the nature and purpose of these shadow entities remain enigmatic. The consistency of these stories from around the globe suggests that they are a part of our reality. Unseen and unexplained, yet ever-present. Let's delve further into the experiences shared by Anna. Tom and Sophie. Each of them, upon encountering these shadow figures, felt an undeniable sense of being observed. 
This suggests that this has intelligence behind it, a purpose of being, a purpose behind the eerie appearances. Anna found her grandmother's photo turned face up. Could this be a form of communication from the other side? Or was a shadow figure attached to the emotional charge that was tied to the relic? Tom, the police officer, was led on a chase through the park. Was he being tested? Toyed with? Or was the shadow figure leading him away from something? Or perhaps towards something else? And Sophie, the student, faced a reoccurring visitor always at 3 a.m., the demonic hour, as it is often called, a time associated with supernatural events. Was this a deliberate choice by the shadow figure? The common thread in these experiences is the feeling of being watched. It implies a level of consciousness, a curiosity that both is intriguing and chilling. This leads us to ponder. Are we truly alone? Or are we sharing our world with beings that exist just beyond our perception? The similarities in these accounts demand that we explore further, that we question our understanding of reality. They challenge us to accept that there may be more in the shadows than we can perceive with our senses. I have been on so many different cases where I myself have come into contact with these shadow figures. I have seen them with my own eyes. I have been in haunted basements where I am trying to communicate with entities and a shadow figure has darted from a corner of the room directly to the opposite corner. And it wasn't as if it was trying to scare me. It was just me being able to perceive its motion. And it, to my eyes, was that of a shadow. But in its reality, it could be physical, just like you and I. But it's beyond that veil. So it is just a reflection into this world that is shining through as it rips through the atmosphere. I've had situations where I have filmed shadow figures moving and coming into contact with items that are within my atmosphere and it affecting the object, knocking it over or whisking air by fabric and the fabric moving with the motion of the shadow figure. So 
these these bits of evidence these are not hallucinations there's a physicality to this issue that so many people wish to brush aside because it's far easier to explain things away as not true can exist a figment of your imagination instead of facing the fact of fear because that ladies and gentlemen is what it breaks down to people who tend to want to shy away from talking about this subject are the people that fear this subject we have to stop fearing looking into these subjects and start taking control and realizing that there is so much more going on around us at all times and we are always always being watched i'm being watched right now as i talk to you and you're being watched right now as you listen to me i can promise you that look around you pay more attention to the sounds around you listen for those whispers because guess what they are there whether you want to believe it or not join us next time as we continue our journey into the unknown gathering more stories and more experiences trying to shed light on the mysteries of these shadow people and other phenomena that we come into contact with day to day until then keep your eyes open your mind alert and remember just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there until next time stay safe sleep well and keep your wits about you